Hi, everyone. My name is Rosa. Here, I'm your co-host. Well, I guess I'm your only host today for the last brain cell. Yes, you are. <laughs> I have a very, very special guest here, Mr. Ben Delgado. Hello, Round of applause. YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're listening. <laughs> How are you, Ben? I'm good. Good. Um, happy to be here. Good. Finally, I mean, my own girlfriend's the other like half of you guys, and exactly. I finally uh, get a uh, episode. It took long <laughs> enough. <laughs> Alrighty, so what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to be talking about your fitness journey. Oh, wonderful. okay. <laughs> I think it is only fitting that we talk about your fitness journey. Um, so Ben, what? When did your fitness journey begin? It began fourteen years old, probably like technically fourteen. Uh, yes. What were um, you doing at fourteen? So, um, playing baseball growing up, I needed to get. Bigger, faster, stronger, so I can go to college and play baseball in college. And so I was like, all right, so what can I do? So I was in the garage um, doing the basics that I think every um, probably boy does. I'm going to mm-hmm. do uh, push-ups. I'm going to do bicep curls, and I'm going to do pull-ups. And that's kind of how it started uh, awesome. from there. <laughs> how would you say that like your fitness routine then has changed to now oh, it's changed drastically i'm a lot bigger, You're bigger. Uh, since then <laughs> uh, so i can uh do a little bit more in the gym but um i think i got like so i got i'm powerlifting now but i did that right after college mm-hmm. once i was done playing baseball i was like okay i need to find something to do and um so fitness got a little more um important or a little more serious after uh college because I, I was under your impression that I couldn't get too big playing baseball or I couldn't swing a bat and you're too tight and all this <laughs> stuff that's not even true anymore. Right. Um, but that's kind of how things have changed. Mm-hmm. So I, I think um, your goals, your fitness goals have changed yeah. tremendously yes. since you were 14. Oh, yeah. Tr- yes. Because you completely. said bigger, faster, stronger. And now I just want to get stronger. No, <laughs> bigger and stronger, huh? <laughs> So yeah, definitely <laughs> changed since then. So. Okay, so how much time were you dedicating to exercise at the time? Uh, college or after? I mean, I guess college, yeah. Okay, let's go. Um, college, uh, I did whatever our strength coach asked us to do, mm. um, playing baseball. We would like have to get up at like 5 in the morning, go to the weight room, and I just did whatever he had us programmed to do. So that was kind of my, I guess, lifting. Um, but once I, again, uh, was done with college, uh, it was kind of just on my own and did whatever I wanted to do. Um, I was honestly just going to the gym and do whatever. I didn't really have a program. Mm. Did you find that like not having a program or like guidance with like a coach was difficult when you were starting Uh, on your own? Yeah. I enjoy rather having a coach or program so I can just walk into the gym Mm -hmm. and do whatever on plan. I'm not a big fan of like, uh, what am I going to do today? And I just look at the gym and figure something out. I like having yeah. a plan. So okay. It's definitely Very good. Because I know some people, they just sort of go to the gym and they say, I'm just going to do what inspires me today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that or what's available because if the gym gets packed. You just oh, don't even, true. You, know, you go into like, hey, I'm going to do legs. Then the gym's packed. And you're like, never mind. I'm going to do upper body now. So that also <laughs> kind of changes your, yeah, your plans for the day. How much time do you dedicate to the gym now? A lot. A lot. Yes. Like hours. Dave, like. um, I mean, it all differs when, um, so I coach some high school baseball when that's going on, 
I do what I can. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still in there, but it's not as serious. Once summertime hits, though, it's I can spend a little bit more time there. But if you know me, I try to get in there as much as I can. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it is a lot. It's uh, very important to me. I I know. <laughs> <laughs> the viewers may not know, but I know. <laughs> um, what would be like your best advice for? Um, people who are afraid of the gym, like beginners, like very shy gym goers, like what, what is a piece of advice that you could share to them? Um, maybe start with a, a smaller gym or a gym that's a little more chill. So I think, um, you know, people, they make fun of like uh planet fitness, for example, for whatever reason, I've never been into one, so I don't really know, but I, I, I mean, I know through this you know, outside looking in of why, but I would say, you know, if you're somebody who's like scared to get into the gym i would start there because they exactly so they say it's like a judgment-free zone um they don't have anything like they don't really allow people that lift heavy weight or these big old bodybuilders to be in there per se uh, so i would say start there um you know and get your kind of feet wet into the gym mm-hmm. through a place like that or even um like ymcas i think are kind of catered to more older people if you want to start there too but somewhere there was not it seems intimidating you know, we live in Virginia, so I think like Doge Gym or One Life is pretty popular around here, and those places can get super duper crowded. So you may not want to start there. Um, I think when I first started going to a gym and had some kind of, you know, um, I guess money to pay for a gym because those things are expensive when you're younger. Um, I started at a smaller like uh, One Life. It, again, it was more catered to like older people's that would come in and 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 do cardio, but they had some like machines and stuff, and so I started there. Um, and then kind of gradually went to the, the bigger gyms uh, once I got more comfortable in the gym, knew what I was doing. Because, you know, people, I think, kind of get scared and shy away because they get stared at, like, who is this person? They don't know what the heck they're doing. But I think that brings me into, like, my next point. Okay. Like, I'm a very shy gym goer. I hate the gym because it's scary. Like, there's a whole bunch of strangers in this huge facility. You know, you got the gym bros in the corner doing their weights, and then you've got, like, I don't think they're mean, but they look very mean. Like the mean girls. Okay. You know, like they just look and they stare. Yeah, the Power Rangers, the Gymshark. Uh, yeah, like the Gymshark girls. And like more power to them. Like they look so cute. And like I can only aspire <laughs> to be like that one day. Shout out to Gymshark. I like your stuff. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, when you trial a gym, you don't think about vibes. You think of what's what does this gym have to offer me? And then you sign up for this membership and then you're kind of locked in and you're like, oh, this isn't exactly the vibe that I was going for. I'm locked in. I can't really cancel my membership. What do you do? Like, you know. Bring a friend. Yeah. I mean, I with Deanna, I worked out with Deanna for a little bit, but I mean, that was also like pulling teeth for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's my best advice is to partner up with somebody you know bring a friend with you mm-hmm, um you mm-hmm. forget you're feeling shy on your own um i think a friend really helps a group of people like you know luckily i have a lot of siblings so we used to go to the gym together all the time in the mm-hmm, beginning when i mm-hmm. first started going to the gym uh, i would bring them and it was kind of just feel i don't know like at home because i had i had them or closer friends yeah. that i would be with so i would think i would say just uh if you don't have like a bunch of uh, friends, you know, but you know, bring one, or if you do have like a sister or a brother, like bring them with you, and you know, close age, obviously, and bring them with you, and that will kind of, uh, I think, 
help uh you know with the whole shyness and scariness and because at the end of the day people are not really watching you like you, you may there's so many people but they're not watching you lift they're just kind of have headphones in and they're focusing on it now there are some people I, I tend to people watch sometimes but that's just maybe me being in the gym for a long time now that i can kind of like i'll watch somebody and see how they lift and their form and things like that but i mean i'm not gonna go up to them and tell them they're doing something right or wrong now if they come up to me and ask it's different but yeah i think most people are just in there to kind of do their thing so i think you know when people say oh there's so many people they're watching me and i don't think they're watching you they're probably you know looking towards your way or whatever at times but mm-hmm. um i think they're just kind of in there to focus on themselves so yeah i would again if you're continuing to be shy even after a few weeks of being in the gym try to bring a friend with you yeah it makes it a lot easier i think that's awesome advice else. because when i was there with dan i did feel much more comfortable and on the days that i was there by myself i was like oh my gosh like there are so many people here. I feel so vulnerable and exposed. Like <laughs> It can get overwhelming. I, yeah. I, I and I that. went to like a small little rec center in um, back hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it catered to like older people mm-hmm. who were just like doing like the little 10 pound weights and they're just running the little, walking the little track. Yep. And, you know, I felt so much more comfortable there. But I feel like we don't really have that. Maybe the YMCA, but... Um, I feel like this area caters a lot more to the gym goers um, and the big brand name gyms. Yeah, for uh, sure. And it's very difficult to yeah navigate your navigate way through those. that. Yeah, but yeah. On the flip side, like I said, I think they're I think we're in the, the best time in terms of like fitness and gym because I think there is a bunch of places for different people. You want to go yeah. CrossFit? There's CrossFit gym. You want to go powerlift? There's powerlifting gym. You want to just be just a regular general fitness person? There's a bunch of commercial gyms you can go to. Mm-hmm. So I think we're in the best time in terms of fitness. I did Orange Theory for like a little bit. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. And how was that? <laughs> it was it was good. Okay. It was good. They like you you buy like this armband uh-huh. and it like tracks your heart rate as you do it and all of your stats are like there on the TV in the corner of a room. So like you can see like where everyone's heart rate is and I was constantly in the red. Is that good or bad? Bad. Like, that really means warm. my heart rate was, like, way over where I needed to be. I needed to stay in, like, orange, which means, like, I'm exerting myself. Oh. I'm getting my heart rate within a certain range. But I don't know what's wrong with me. I've got a whole cardiac workup. But every time I would, like, go do Orange Theory, I would be in the red zone the entire time. And the coaches, they would be like, are you okay? Like, you know, you can take a rest if you need to. Like, we can sit down. Were you okay? I was. Huh. I felt totally fine. Huh. But the numbers on the screen were saying everything else. <laughs> I'm sure there's some science behind that. I don't have it at the top of my head. I probably looked that up. The reasoning <laughs> of that. Um, but it was very expensive. Oh, was it? How much? Yeah, I think I paid like $70 a month for two workouts a week. Yeah, no, I don't know about that one. Yeah, so I was like, you this gotta is... really enjoy that kind of style of training. If you want to, the stay one there. thing I will say about Orange Theory though is that there is a coach um, that runs the entire session, and you have like uh, a treadmill station, you have a rower station, and then you have a weight station. So you have, I think, twenty minutes on each station, okay. um, and they have like a whole thing written out for you. So there's someone there to tell you what to do. Um, so you're not Which like, nice, right? yeah, yeah, so you're not like, oh, what do I do? You know, how am I supposed to do this? And there's someone there to like correct you on form. This is how you're supposed to hold this. This is, you know, how you're supposed to set this up. Um, so I, I found that to be very helpful because if I were to just go to the gym now and I wanted to lift some weights, I don't know how half of the machines work. 
Fair enough. I'm going to be like, how do I change the weight on this to 10 pounds? <laughs> well, you got the extra cash a trainer. They have trainers. Yes. Or this thing called uh, YouTube that we are currently on, right? You know? Do you find that having a coach or a trainer is worth the investment? Uh, as you get... Um, you get more advanced into your training. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, if you're a beginner, maybe not. It, I think it all depends on the situation and the mm-hmm. person. Man, there's so many free things nowadays on, like, the internet and, like I said, YouTube, social media. Yeah. I mean, they have, like, time. apps that, you know, create a program for exactly. you. Unless on... you, like, legit need somebody to, like, show you how to do it, like, right there and then. Okay, so it could be somebody <laughs> like you. Then maybe you can uh, – you might need a trainer. Or, again, just go back to what we talked about earlier bring a friend mm-hmm. they bring a friend who advanced. might know exactly <laughs> what they're that, doing yeah, technique what this machine does what the mach- what part of your body's machine you know this machine's yeah. hitting um then i think you can kind of get along with that one but if you're i mean trainers are okay yeah um but again they're gets, expensive yeah, and like i, I know everyone needs to make money and everyone yeah, you know okay. i get it but yeah, Ooh, sometimes are. I feel like that's just a little unsustainable. Yeah, I mean, talk, you, were talk, you talked about it earlier. The gym membership on top of now, you got to pay for a trainer. Exactly. Your, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one hundred plus dollars a month, possibly. Right. It is a lot. So I know that we talked a little bit about like you know the shy people at the gym, and you know they feel very self conscious. In your experience, and I'm sure you know you have a lot of gym friends. Do the gym bros judge? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say yes and no. Again, I think, you know, we got to well, watch people's technique, like I mentioned earlier, and their form, and we might judge that. But the uh, it's in, in saying that, we do kind of uh, go back to when we first started. And everybody starts somewhere, whether it's, you know, the first time you're lifting just a bar or you finally put the big boy place. Speaking as of the bar <laughs> – it shocked me how heavy that bar was the first time. <laughs> it is pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty heavy. I remember the first time just uh, benching it. Like, yeah, because I remember I had like a trainer once, I think, mm-hmm. and we were doing just the bar. And I was like, oh, we can like add on something to this. Like, I just thought this was like a hollow bar just there to hold the That thing is steel, 45 pounds. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I think we should just stick with the bar. And I was like, Okay. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this thing made of? <laughs> I was so shocked. I mean, there are, like, there are lighter bars out there. Like, I mean, I don't know why they call it. They call it the girl bars. I heard, like, yeah. like, 35 pounds, which is, again, we can get into a topic of this, that being a whole issue with, you know, women and our society. Mm. Because shouldn't call it that because there's some strong-ass women out That's here a little streets. sexist, so, if you ask me. There we go. So, uh, but, yeah, there's a 35-pounders that – some trainers will like kind of, you know, give <laughs> people that are first timers. But um, yeah, I mean, like this, it's a yes or no thing. Whether we kind of like, I guess, judge. But I think for me and people that I've been around, it's more so like form and technique. But we don't really get into it. We just kind of say something, kind of give it a little face. Oof, you know, mm-hmm. they could look, they could do this and tweak that. But you know, it's crazy. You say all that, but nobody really goes up to that person and like gives them advice. But I think when you try to do so, uh, you never know how the other person is going to respond. I agree. They can take yeah. it and be like, oh, appreciate your advice. And then they can look at you and like, like oh, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Mm. Well, obviously you don't because you're about to break your back, my man. <laughs> He's know? like, I'm trying to watch out for you. <laughs> yeah. So, because I've been there, done that with crappy form. But mm. so, uh, yeah, it's a yes or no uh, answer. 
Um, I try not to because, again, I try to put myself in their shoes if it's their first time. I've been there, done that. We all have to start somewhere. You can't just go into the um, – unless you're gel- – genetic gen- – oh, I cannot say that <laughs> word. Unless you're gifted genically. Genetic. <laughs> It's a hard word. This is why I became a, uh, a, a coach, not genetically. a uh, English teacher, okay? Genetically. So don't, don't judge me. How do you say that word? Go ahead and break it down in the comments section little by little like they do on Google. All right? So, yeah, if you're gifted and you just go into the gym, and which there are dudes and, and women that can just get in there and bench press and like these amounts of weights for the first time. Yeah, but for the most part, you got to start somewhere. And normally it's the bar and then you go from there and put plates on. Mm-hmm. But Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how I think you should start first. In your experience, what about the gym girls? What about them? Are they as judgy as they seem? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you're not a girl, so you wouldn't Babe, know. Babe, are you judgy? Like... No. <laughs> so, no. There you go. But I don't know. I really don't. That's a... I don't know. You know? I'll, I'll talk to girls in the gym. Stay away from them. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. No. <laughs> um... As far as your presence in the gym, maybe not you personally, but do you feel like most gym goers are approachable? Like, let's say I were to show up and I'm like, oh, I really don't know how to use this machine. If I were to walk up to someone next to me, how likely is it going to be that that person? I might be like, give a little double take and kind of look at them and maybe they make eye contact and then Mm. they might ask for help and be like, hey, you know how to do this or something like that. That's a tough. Yeah, I don't know. Or least, do you think a gym is more like you know I'm gonna focus on me, you do you. Oh, we're definitely. Just gonna... Yeah, it's definitely a focus on me, do you. But it, but I think it depends on the gym. Again, uh, I think one thing I enjoyed uh, when I got into powerlifting is people are very um, you know approachable. They're cool. You can have a, a conversation with them. I think in like uh, if you're just in a bodybuilding per se gym, those are like the hardcore ones. Then they're probably more like focus on them and nobody else. Um, but bodybuilding and powerlifting are just two different things too. So that's probably why the yeah. community and the um, environment is two different things. I mean, when you're kind of on stage, you know, posing, and, you know, showing off your physique, you're competing um, against another person who has a great physique. And so it's kind of subjective. But in uh, powerlifting, you just like, look, if I'm just stronger than you, I'm winning. Like, there's no, there's no. It's a numbers yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to catch up. And yeah. So. Um, so I think that's probably why people are so supportive. And plus, shoot, they know they know we're they know the fact that look, I don't know how hard you're training because I train just as hard as you, just to try to what PR five pounds in a whole year, and they enjoy those five pounds of PRs. But so I, so I think it all depends on you know what kind of gym you're in in terms of how people are. Are they cool to talk to inside? Are they not? Do they have headphones in? Most people have headphones in. They're kind of like, I'm by myself. Kind mm. of moody. They don't, and they're kind of like, okay, you kind of approached them maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, in my experience, I feel like nine times out of ten, people are very, appear very unapproachable. Yeah. Again, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. It's, probably a high, it's a higher percentage. <clears throat> and I'm not quite sure if I really love that, like, that vibe in a gym. Like, I don't know. I, feel I mean, like... but I mean, you're kind of there to focus. But, I mean, on yourself, I understand. Though, like, you're there for so. a different reason. You're not there to make friends. You're, yeah, they say coach I mean, someone on the side. I guess you're truly not there to socialize. Most people that go into the gym, they're mm-hmm. not. They're kind of mm-hmm. there. Boom! I have an hour, hour and a half of my day to just kind of focus on 
you know, whatever their goals are, get a better body, just to stay active. I mean, everybody has different goals for that. So, yeah, I think majority of people are kind of just like headphones, I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to kind of get in and get out. And then there's some yeah. that go there. Maybe they had, they're had they kind of, depending on their job, they enjoy like the you know social aspect of it too, not just the working out. Yeah. So Yeah. I know you were saying a little bit about uh, powerlifting. How did that come about and what does that process look like uh, for so you? After, I mentioned earlier, after I graduated in college in like 2016, I was like, all right, well, my baseball career is pretty much done. And so I've kind of I was like an athlete my whole life, mainly baseball, but I did some track and like swimming and all that kind of stuff in high school. I just needed something to do uh, competitively. And I thought about doing bodybuilding. Oh. For a, yeah. There was a split second. I remember talking, have a conversation with my dad, actually. Like, I think I'm a bodybuilder. Because I knew a guy who I went to high school with who was bodybuilding at the time. Like, he was, you know, freaking jacked, ripped. He did a couple competitions, I believe. And I was like, yeah, I can reach out to him and get some questions uh, answered and get a feel for that. Uh, but that never happened because I was in on like YouTube and social media and kind of uh, found powerlifting. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I could get stronger, uh, not have to eat super healthy, have a decent physique. I was like, yeah, this, this sounds good for me. Because, you know, bodybuilding, you have to, like, get all the way down to, like, 5% body fat. You got to eat super duper clean, cardios, like, all this stuff. That sounds stressful. Exactly. It does, right? Nobody wants to give, give, up, give up burgers and pizza. So I was like, I can still no. eat relatively healthy, still have, like, a ice cream, burger, pizza, I don't know, like, terrible food um, to have a decent <laughs> physique. And then I'm getting stronger. I thought that was perfect thing. And plus, I enjoyed, like, seeing, like, plates on the bar. And people were getting, as you get stronger and stronger, you add more plates. I thought that was a cool visual. So uh, once I found that and kind of did my homework on that, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do a meet. And I did one January of 2018. So How I long get, did you train for that? Uh, probably started seriously training around summer or fall of 2017. Because I was like training for strength, but it was not like, um, it wasn't something like, and a program or planned out. But I think I found this free program um, online. It was like a 12-week program or something. And you put your numbers in, your best numbers, and they kind of broke down what you should do in the gym. So, okay, you go inside the gym, do three sets of five with 230 pounds on squat or something. Um, so I found that free pro- um, program and then started doing that. Again, that was probably around fall of 2017. Signed up for a meet, and I was like, all right, I think this is what I'm going to do. And then I kind of reached out to a coach uh, while I was doing this free programming. Because if he didn't, you know, reach back out to me, then I'm like, ah, it's okay. I'll just do the free programming. If he does, then cool, I'll, I'll get with him. And then eventually I found a coach and kind of did my first meet and uh, that, you know, January of 2018. And kind of just, you know, stuck ever since. And I kind of enjoyed it. And I don't know, I've done like five or six meets since then. I don't remember off the top of my head, but. Yeah, I just needed something competitive to do because I was like, again, an athlete my whole life. College baseball didn't really go as planned um, for me. I wasn't really playing much, so like I still kind of had something in me. I was like, all right, I want to be competitive in something. Mm. I may not be the best, but at least I can kind yeah, of ha- yeah. have a goal, basically moving forward in something, and uh, that's probably thing kind of came about. Yeah, yeah, you're very um, competitive in nature. I feel. <laughs> Uh, um did you enter like the powerlifting journey yourself uh yeah 
I, I yeah. did. Um, so I didn't really know anybody that did it personally. I, mean, I knew one uh, person that I was training at One Life at the time. I knew one person. He was like a trainer there. Um, so he kind of helped me with certain like techniques and whatnot. But for the most part, I kind of just was like, all right, I don't know anybody um, that did it. So I'm going to just sign up, found a website, signed it up. There was one in Virginia Beach and just did that one. But then I started meeting people from the gym or from that competition itself. Kind of sparked some friendships and um, some buddies to basically train with now moving forward inside yeah. the gym. And we just kind of, I guess, kind of started a community on our own. Yeah. And just kind of built So that's there. where all of your friends came from, huh? That's where a lot of my <laughs> friends came from. Yes, from powerlifting. That or has been baseball. That's, that's really it. I really think about it. A lot of my friends. So. I know you said that you kind of joined like this powerlifting um, experience because you felt this competitive pull in you. Do you think that you'll ever let go of powerlifting? Do you have any goals to like try something else physically? Uh, during my bad days, I'm like, I'm gonna go back to bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, dang, this weight is not moving in the gym. Mm. So sometimes you feel like you want to quit. But I think everybody has those feelings when you go into the gym and things are not going well. Right. But gym wise, I mean, I'm gonna stick to powerlifting until I get bored again. There's days that I do get bored of it or I get tired of it and I just want to try something different. But I don't know if I actually do like a bodybuilding thing where I can actually get on stage. But building my physique, I can always – like I always do that. Like just being in the gym in general, with mm-hmm. like even no goals, I always be like being in the gym and like building my physique. But yeah. I don't think I ever get on stage put the little thong on, even though I know I'm sure Deanna would love to see me in that. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> – I think Deanna would really, really love to see you on a stage in a thong. Maybe one day she'll get that. You but, think uh, so? Uh, I wouldn't bet on it. So <laughs> I'll get all excited. Um, so bodybuilding is much more about like your physical appearance. Like how – do you know how that's like even judged? I really don't know the technical like judging. I just know – I mean – who looks better than who really but it yeah. they all look good to be honest like especially at the highest like level um so if anybody knows miss the olympia um that's where they compete They're, like the best bodybuilders in the world um but they all look good so i don't know what they i think it's all about like definitions symmetry all that kind of stuff mm. but i honestly don't know how it's judged and powerlifting is a numbers game isn't yeah, it? yeah i mean it's just based on Hey, look! Uh, I squatted six hundred pounds. You squatted five hundred. Like, mm. Now you have a, you have a long ways to go to catch up to me now, right? That type of deal. So, yeah, it's a numbers game. So, a guy just flat out stronger than you. I mean, you're not going to catch up. What does that mean to you? Like being stronger. I just think it's just being like better than your last meet. So, at my last competition, if I'm squatting five sixty. I'm hoping the next time I ever compete again, I can squat 570. Mm-hmm. Like that is honestly for me in terms of powerlifting. Like I probably won't ever be in the at the elite level where I'm kind of almost getting sponsorships, getting paid to a certain degree to powerlift. But as long as I can, you know, have a better total or you know lift the most amount of weight from meat to meat, then I'm pretty satisfied and happy. Very That's cool. what it means for me. So yeah. Um. What 
do you think uh, has been like the biggest help as far as getting you to your goals? Like, is it diet? Do you like supplement? Do you think the time at the gym? Like, what like, what is it? What is the thing that you feel has really helped you progress? Staying healthy. Staying healthy. What does that mean to you? Like, what does that look like? I mean, not getting injured in the gym mm. or at, at all, really. I mean, you see a lot of um, just people. I'm just gonna talk about powerlifting uh, mainly, but you see a lot of powerlifters that kind of fizzle out because they get hurt a lot and they're tired of going through those pains and understandably so. I've had minor things here and there where I've tweaked my back and it's not fun going to the gym trying to do this, trying to deadlift, for example, after you just tweaked it a week ago. So, you know, so those things kind of, I think they probably bug you the most mentally than more than physically. Because you know you're capable of lifting X amount of weight, but you can't do it because you're dealing with like a, a injury or nagging pain or whatever. So I think honestly, just staying healthy is, you know, I've been able to progress because of that. Obviously, uh, weight moves weight. So meaning, you know, I've gotten heavier before. Where I've been around like 230. You know, when I first started powerlifting, I was like 180, 175. So that definitely has um, help progress that helps any anybody that lifts like if you're just heavier you're gonna lift heavier weight um but i think really just staying healthy i haven't had anything crazy to where i'm like all right i need to just stop lifting for a x amount of period i normally just kind of work around any type of nagging pain ibuprofen becomes your best friend <laughs> or just being smarter like hey i'm not feeling good i'm not gonna train at all that day Mm. you really got to like listen to your body exactly like i'm not yeah. being, like stupid in terms of that um, what but, are like yeah. oh go ahead I'm, you're good i'm good what are like the common injuries that you see with like powerlifting is it mostly back injuries oh yeah i mean back uh sometimes some naggingness in somebody's knee so they have to work around that uh maybe some glute hamstring type of thing but you definitely see i feel like the back. Cause, I mean, you're you're using your back for almost everything. You got a deadlift. You got to use your back. If you're getting in an arch position to bench press, you can feel it on your back. Um, and squatting, you can feel it on your back. I mean, you're loading your your back. Yeah. Um, and your spine with so much weight. So I, definitely, like the lower back, um, you kind of see is kind of common. But again, nagging things could be shoulder, elbows, knees. But mm-hmm. I, I would <laughs> say probably the back. I mean, the people that I've known. Also, yeah, they've had, you know, like back issues for sure. Yeah, I feel like everything is back. Yeah. Core I mean, and back. Like, can, yeah, if you can like get a stronger back by just doing more like bodybuilding movements that kind of hit mm-hmm. your lats, um, your upper back, you know, your lower back, then I think you kind of will stay healthy in the long run mm-hmm. in terms of like powerlifting. I mean, there's no, it's a no brainer when you see the, the bigger muscular dudes in powerlifting, they can kind of you know load more weight because they're just they have more muscle on them. So they're not you know the thinner you are, the skinnier you are, the less muscle mass you have, you can you can break easily. Your body kind of break down, but if you have more muscle mass, then you can definitely stay healthy. So does is cardio like totally out of the picture in this? <laughs> uh, for me, it is. Yeah. <laughs> no cardio. Yeah, I mean. No, I mean, it's. I think cardio is only useful if you're trying to cut or lose weight. So let's just say 
if you're competing in the 183 pound weight class, but you weigh like 190, yeah, you probably should add some cardio so you can try to, you know, lose those last few pounds mm -hmm. leading into a meet. Or you just like cardio in general, keep the cardiovascular up or whatever, you know, to get more steps in. Maybe somebody has an office job, you need more steps in, you're done lifting for the day, so you're going to get on the car. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's necessary. Um, personally. I know that, you know, people say, oh, cardio is the best thing to do if you want to burn fat. Oh, no, building muscle helps you burn fat. Yeah. Yeah, the more muscle you have, the better you can burn fat. So, yeah. yeah, I think build muscle and eat your protein. I know Deanna and I, we had kind of talked more about, a little bit about like, um, like body positivity in that way. And uh, I guess what I'm, uh, I guess what I'm asking is, do you feel that because she had shared that at one point you had been gaining a little bit of weight and you kind of nipped it right in the bud. Did you incorporate cardio into that or did you no, kind of stay just, with weights? Yeah, weights and just um, eating less. Eating less. If eat, yeah, if you eat less and you continue <laughs> to go to the gym and do whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. um, you can lose weight. Again, mm -hmm. I'm not saying cardio does not help. It will help. I mean, Just not you, for your goals. Yeah, I, I think I can I can do it without it. But mm -hmm. if I wanted to um, lose or uh, burn extra calories, um, then yeah, I can, I'll get on the Stairmaster or treadmill, whatever somebody prefers. So I <laughs> prefer. But um, yeah, I don't think it's, it's necessary to, to lose weight. You just got to eat less than what your body is used to. So if your body's yeah. used to 3,000 um, 3, calories, then you should probably eat, just say, 2,500. Cut it down to 500 and eat 2,500. Do you count calories and like macros and stuff yes. like that? Oh, okay. Every day. <laughs> um, but so I'm probably around like 2,800. I think it was my fitness pal app mm -hmm. says. Yeah, 2,800, which I definitely could eat more. But yeah, November I was 230 and now I'm like walking around 215, 216, 14, around that range. Um, I just didn't like how I felt mainly. I mean, mm. I was stronger. But I didn't like how I felt. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like how I felt. What so, were you feeling? Just too much, uh, like, too much in the stomach area. Like, I felt, there, I knew I knew there was a difference when my belt, <laughs> Deanna could tested this in terms of belt. When you can get more, to more of the, when you basically can cover more of the holes on your belt oh. than before. Like, I could not get to, like, a certain, um, I don't know, explain it. If, if you've used uh, a belt before in the gym kind of get where i'm going with this but if you can reach to you know more more holes then you know you're kind of like losing weight but if you can only get to a certain amount then you're you know you're at a different spot in terms of your weight so i think there was one time in the gym i got to like a part where i there was only like one what, three rows of the holes in the belt and yeah, it's hard to explain <laughs> but uh, it's a big belt that yeah, you wrap. Okay. Like, oh, okay. I'm kind of losing some weight then because I mm -hmm. never could get there before ever. Like if I got there, I was like suffocating myself just to get there before. But that kind of also. Is a great I mean, how way. does that compare with like pants? I mean, I don't know. As far as like you know, same, I, no, like as far as like you know, you're not able to reach that that last hole or whatever. That's a good question. I don't know. When I, you, I'm still wearing the same pants. Exactly. Because that's what I'm saying. Like that, when you can't wrap it around to what you're normally wrapping it uh, to, that means that there's extra something there, whether it's, you know, water weight, bloat or no, whatever. Right. Yeah. Do you feel that when you put pants? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. 
I just, yeah, I feel better overall. My, like, my stomach, when I walk around, like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> it's more of a feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is a feeling. So, um, but I definitely feel, like, better. I don't feel as bloated and things of that nature. Mm. So, so yeah, what, I, just, I just didn't like that. What does your diet look like? It's the same every you see, day. Yeah, I mean, I know Deanna and I, we kind of talked about uh, it. Ground turkey and rice. Ground turkey and rice. That's it. I've like I haven't eaten chicken in a long time because I just got tired of it after a while. So mm. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna spend money on ground chicken, uh, ground turkey, or ground chicken, some ground, some ground lean meat basically, mm-hmm. and rice. That's all. And lean some meat and uh, rice. eggs for breakfast. I've been eating egg whites, so not the regular eggs with the yolk, yellow yolk. So egg, yeah, that's it. If you can like keep it simple, I know it's hard. If you can keep it simple though, then your diet can be that easy. My, See, I eat food. for enjoyment. <laughs> That's okay. I actually enjoy that, those foods, though. Like, I actually I do enjoy it. I know it sounds crazy. But you actually, enjoy eating ground turkey rice? Yes, I do. Like, <laughs> Every day. You can, you can bury me into ground turkey and I'll be happy. Like, I'll be happy. <laughs> like, my soul will be eating that ground turkey. I feel I'm, like you've just been doing this for, like, so yeah, long, like, I, though. I really do like, enjoy it. That was, yeah. like, oh, I mean, she knows my love for ketchup. Deanna, yeah. I love ketchup. ketchup. Yes. <laughs> Every meal. <laughs> that or barbecue sauce. I mean, the barbecue sauce is probably number one. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many different barbecue sauces that I don't buy it from the grocery store because, I don't know, I like McDonald's and Chick-fil-A barbecue sauce. Like They taste different. Exactly. But they're good. But you can't find those at like, you know, at a grocery store. So I just stick to ketchup. All, they all taste the same. <laughs> Barbecue is all different. So I'm like, uh, I'm I'll keep it simple. What are your thoughts on um, supplementation? I mean, if you got the if you got the bread, go ahead and use it. Do but you think it's, it's not, worth it? Like, do you think it? It's uh, not needed. No, it's not needed. Not necessary. Um, it's not necessary. But for somebody like me, I need protein powder because – as much as I love to eat, I get tired of eating after a while, and I'm like, okay, well, at the end of the day, I'm gonna drink a protein shake, and that's kind of kind of helped me reach my calorie goals or my protein goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think creatine, you should get creatine. Um, but what is that, and what does that do? Creatine is just helps you uh, gain some lean uh, muscle, uh, helps you with strength, helps you with like recovery <laughs> and whatnot. So. Um, do your homework on it if you don't know what it is because it's not a steroid. I promise. <laughs> you're, you're I just like, feel like in the fitness community, there people are very like pro one thing, pro another thing. Oh, things have changed like the last 10 years since I've been like watching fitness stuff through social media. Like you wouldn't dare say you were on XYZ 10 years ago, but nowadays there's, I mean, 18 year old kids just jumping on you know the illegal things you shouldn't be jumping on at that <laughs> oh. age and they're just saying it out loud like yeah i am on this so if you're a young kid watching this you need to be careful what you're putting <laughs> in your body basically um because if your mom or dad's not reacting to creatine like it's a steroid then they're a little too comfortable nowadays because mm. when i first wanted those things i think all parents were like no that is bad for you when it's not bad for you but <laughs> Uh, you just got to do your homework on things yeah. you're putting in your body. But to be honest, it's not needed. If, if you can get all your food and nutrition and all that stuff through food, have at it. 
Got your, yeah, <clears throat> nutrition. Yeah, just eat, yeah. eat food, and then if you need like the protein shakes, the creatine. That's really all I. I mean, dude, if you're gonna get on pre-workout, good luck because it's addicting. Um, as you can see, I'm drinking. Like, is it known to be like an addictive yeah. substance? I think maybe oh. it's the caffeine that's addicting. I don't oh, know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, have coffee in the morning, pre-workout, sometimes energy drink. But it's addicting. It's got to be the caffeine. Yeah. And they make it all taste so good, too. It's it's like candy. (laughs) Not that I've ever had any, but. I'm drinking all of this all day now. But, like, I know, like, these energy drinks that. The the energy drinks that they make now, I mean, they taste like candy in a bottle. Like, like, amazing. I don't know how they do it. And and they still make it, like, healthy or healthy ish. Mm -hmm. And there's no, barely any sugar. Like, this is zero sugar, but it tastes like it has sugar in it. So I don't know how they do it, but uh, yeah. In terms of supplements, uh, in conclusion, you don't need it, but if you got some funds as you get older or whatnot, hey, how about it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's expensive. Um. Okay, and I think just to kind of wrap up this episode, um, do you feel like there's a stereotype in the fitness community, or just in the world of you know gyms and exercise that that needs to be debunked is there anything that drives you nuts like when someone says oh you know now do what you enjoy in a gym i think people just no matter what it is mm-hmm. you want to go crossfit do crossfit if you want to bodybuild powerlift make the gym whatever you enjoy like i think people they try to persuade you to do one thing over the other or that one thing's better than the other. Yeah, but it's not. It's whatever you enjoy. Um, well, I think that kind of wraps up this this little bit um, on, you know, your life <laughs> as a, as an avid gym goer. Very avid. Yeah. Do you have any, like, closing remarks or, like, any final statements you'd like to make or anything you'd want to talk about regarding powerlifting or? No, just. Find something you enjoy in the gym yeah. and continue it as much as you can. Uh, again, injuries happen. Life happens. So don't. Stay healthy, right? Yeah, don't stress it. But yeah, try to stay consistent with all of that. Gym, eating healthy as you can. Um, again, it's very difficult. But uh, if you enjoy it, then it's a little bit easier. And if you have friends or people you're with, it also makes it a lot easier easier um, just find a find people find a community uh an environment and you know just enjoy it at the end of the day yeah i think that was a really good way to to summarize everything that we had talked about because yes. we talked about quite a bit of <laughs> and Ro- rosa needs to get back in the gym okay uh i need to but like i feel like 99 percent of the battle is just getting there. It is. Once you walk in, you're there. But you have to do something. Yeah. It is. It there's is. always a reason to not go. Trust me. There's days I want to just lay on that couch and not there's, go anywhere. Yeah. Say, wow, like this bed is really comfortable. Exactly. Or, you know, I could go get iced coffee instead. <laughs> exactly. It's discipline over motivation. We see mm. this whole thing about motivation, but it's discipline over motivation. Mm. Just get in the car, turn it on, and drive to the gym. Sip on a nice energy drink, coffee, I don't know, whatever you're into. I don't even know if you... Yeah, you do. You drink lots of coffee, actually. I love coffee. Yeah, so... Iced coffee. I like coffee that doesn't taste like coffee. Like milky uh, coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, this is not black. People that drink black coffee, my God. 
and Nick drinks black coffee. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't do it. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Ben, on The Last Brain Cell. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on all the platforms. Comment. What else? What else? What else? I said comment. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> comment, subscribe, oh, leave a review. <laughs> Make sure it's five stars or I will find you. Yeah. And let us know what, you know, your fitness journey has been like if you're thinking about it or if you have any apprehension about it like I do. (laughs) I think that's a very common emotion to feel as far as uh, being near the gym. (laughs) I promise. It's not a scary place. It's fun. It it is scary, though. It is. I I do feel a lot better after talking to you about this, though. All right, good. So that means she's coming to the gym with you, Deanna. To your gym? I mean, maybe Deanna gets a Planet Fitness membership. You gotta go there. I don't know. I don't know. Your gym seems a little intense. Yeah, it can't be a lot. It can't be a lot. There'll be a lot of dudes grunting in there. <laughs> it's not that deep, my guy. It's not that deep. I guess that could have been a myth, but I'm not even gonna get into that. That's another, that's another topic for another day. But yeah, follow the last brain cell on TikTok, YouTube, Facebooky. Uh, Instagrammy. They might even have a Snapchat that I don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you follow <laughs> their platforms. Show some love. Show some support. Like all their videos when they do post. Quit playing around with these guys. Okay? Yeah, and we'll and link all of Ben's socials. That way you can kind of take yeah, a follow me. I don't really take a look YouTube, and I'm see. To get back into it. Yeah. yeah. I don't be posting that. Take a little look and what your life is like. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball, Deanna, a cat and a dog. That's the only thing you need. That's it. That's and ground turkey. It. And ground turkey. So <laughs> if there's if they if y'all happen to get big, sponsor them ground turkey <laughs> for me. Okay. All right, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure, Ben. Thank y'all. We will see you next time. Peace. Bye.